personally, I don't think it's a good conspiracy theory unless it makes your nipples hard. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ninja Nerd Warrior podcast for July 16th, 2023. Is this three shows in a row? Three consecutive weeks? New record? No, same record. It's usually four, four weeks in a row, that's usually when I go off the rails. But, damn it, right now, we're being consistent. And yeah, this show is all about conspiracy theories. And I guess I should explain my little cold open there. I have always asked, why is... What makes a good conspiracy theory? And frankly, I always say that if the story is more sensational, if it's more salacious, goddammit, basically if it's sexier than the actual truth. I think people get so bored with the truth that they just, they look for something just more spectacular. And because a conspiracy theory is never less exciting than the actual story. Have you noticed that? What would be the point? You hear that a guy killed his wife, his two kids, and then killed himself. Nobody says, well, I heard he was just cleaning the gun and it went off. No, nobody says that shit. You know why? Because it's boring. So that's what I mean. What makes a good conspiracy theory? Well, if it doesn't make your nipples hard, it's not a good conspiracy theory. And the idea for this show was born out of serendipity, really, because I found a book entitled The Psychology of Conspiracy Theories. And I was just, I'm a huge psychology nut, and I love finding out why we do the things we do. What makes this person over here this way, while the other person over here who might have had the exact same uh, stimuli as the other person reacts a different way. So way back when I was failing out of college, I got really interested in psychology, and so I find this book, Psychology of Conspiracy Theories. It is part of the Psychology of Everything series. I find this book and I'm like, oh, oh. So I, I bought that one on Kindle like immediately. And two days after I bought the book, Chris Jericho releases a podcast on the mysterious, quote unquote, death of Bob Saget. And he has these two guys on from a, a true crime podcast that he promotes. And they are kicking around conspiracy theories on Bob Saget's death. Now, for those of you who heard the story, Bob Saget fell and hit his head. That was it. That's the story. He did a show um, somewhere on the East Coast. Can't remember exactly where it was. But he did a, he did a stand-up show, did two hours of stand-up, which is Herculean. If you've ever been on stage for five minutes, imagine doing that for two hours. Just talking. That, oh my God. Anyway. Bob Saget did a show. He wrapped up, drove to his hotel, the Ritz-Carlton, checked in. And then sometime between 3 o'clock that night or that morning and noon the next day, Bob died. And upon autopsy, they found a... They found some bruising on the back of his head. They found out that he had a slow bleed on the brain, which usually caused by a fall. So the coroner ruled his death an accident. That's it. It's, it sucks. 
It sucks, but that's what it was. It was an accident that took Bob Saget away. And ever since then, people are so bored with the official story that they've made shit up. Bob Saget was killed. He was murdered. People didn't like his stand-up. People said he was a pedophile. They, All of this shit. Oh, my God. And so I find this book, which I'm three-quarters of the way through right now. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe by the time I release this podcast, I'll be finished with the book. But I'm three-quarters of the way through. I listen to this podcast. And just the dumb shit people came up with. Okay? First of all, who murders Bob Saget? Who doesn't like Bob Saget? He was he was America's dad for the entire like the the majority of the 90s, probably the entire 90s, I don't know. But he was America's dad. He was the corny dude on America's Funniest Home Videos. Like who kills Bob Saget? That, that makes no sense. On top of that, the evidence was that he checked into his room, uses, slips a key card in, opens a door, three seconds later opens the door again, puts the do not disturb sign on his door on his doorknob, closes the door, and that video footage is the last time Bob Saget was seen alive. So you have all these nimrods and dipshits that say that somebody snuck into his room and killed him. Who? Who? There is hotel footage of Bob entering the room at 3 o'clock in the morning and nobody saw him alive again. His hotel room was on the 12th floor. Did Spider-Man climb to the window and... Well, no. It would have been Venom. Venom would have killed him. Did Venom crawl through the window and fucking kill Bob Saget? Like, that... This is what I'm talking about, folks. You, We can't accept the fact that somebody that was so beloved just fell and hit their head. That happened. Sorry. That's how the man died. And here, this, this is going to feed the conspiracy theory mill even more, is that people are losing their shit over the fact that Bob Saget's family signed a, a, a legal injunction prohibiting any records from being released. And so if you've got the conspiracy theory nuts out there going, well, why did they do that? Why did they block all documents from being released if he wasn't murdered? Uh, because he's famous, because he's famous and there's some nutballs out there who would pay to see Bob Saget dead on a, on a fucking corner slab. Would you want that if one of your loved ones was killed? No. So his family signed an injunction that prohibited any records from being released. How hard is this to believe folks? Seriously. And then you have all these people. Well, they said that, that the back of his head had been crushed, the back of his skull had been crushed, like he had been hit in the head with a bat. How do you explain that? Uh, how do you know the back of his head was crushed if all the records were sealed? If, if the injunction prevented anything from being released, including the coroner's report, how do you know? You don't. You made this shit up. This is what I'm talking about, folks. And we've heard them all. Oh my God, we've heard them all. It Flat earthers, oh my God. Flat earthers are just a special brand of retard. They, they really are, okay? You've got the uh, hollow earth people, the people who believe that the, the, the center of the earth is hollow and there's like dinosaurs and lizard people and shit living underneath the earth. This is sci-fi, folks. 
This was sci-fi. All right. And then you've got the simulation people. Yeah. Have you heard the simulation theory? Simulation theory says that everything you see right now is made up. We're actually living in the matrix. This is a computer gimula- computer gimulated computer. That's what happens when you try and mix simulated and generated. Damn it. It's three o'clock in the morning, folks. I'm, I'm doing the best I can right now. They believe that we are living in a computer generated simulation. That's the matrix. Folks, that is the movie. The matrix came out 23 years ago. All right. But there are still some conspiracy theorist nutballs out there who believe that the Matrix is real and we're living in it right now. How royally screwed in the head do you have to be to think that everything around us is a simulation? A Star Trek holodeck, that you, if you will. That's, that is conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theories. It's three in the morning. But that's what I did. That's what this whole show was about. And between reading this book and listening to Jericho's podcast, and then on top of that, I was at my friend Christina's house. And Christina and I start watching uh, MH370, the, uh, which is the, a documentary on Netflix about this plane out of Malaysia that vanished. Just absolutely vanished. They were doing a two-hour flight a two-hour red-eye between Malaysia and Vietnam, and the plane just disappeared. And so I had all of these conspiracy theory things hit all at once, and I said, yeah, yeah, I am so doing a conspiracy theory show. So here it is. Um, I actually sat down with my friend Christina, and we went through uh, MH370, and we went through pretty much all of the conspiracy theories that we could think of at the time. So, yeah, here is uh, me and Christina. All right, so I am here with my good friend, Christina Hudnall. How are you doing, Christina? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Now, we have known each other since high school. No, I'm not going to say how long that is because it's a <laughs> fucking long time. But I was over here. I was at your place, and we were watching. We're on Netflix, and we were watching uh, MH370, The Plane That Disappeared. Correct. And... You and I were both fascinated by this, and then it would just led to conspiracy theories in general. Right. And you told me, you're like, no, we're talking about this. <laughs> and damn it, I need content. Well, I'm all about the conspiracy theories and explaining those things, but especially this one really intrigued me. What was it about this one that got you? Well, um, some of the theories that they have Well, are... hold on. Before, before you get going, the, this was the Malaysian flight MH370 MH in 2000... 2014. 2014. So this was basically a flight that took off from Malaysia going to Vietnam, what should have only been a two-hour flight. Mm-hmm. But the plane vanished, absolutely vanished. And for the next 18 months, they had no idea, almost two years, they had no idea what was going on, where this plane went. There was no wreckage. There was no, like, they just vanished. Right. So what was it about this one that that got you? Well, because of the theories that were on the show that they brought up, I was just like, okay, that can't happen. That can't happen. And I had my own theory, but then I was like, well, that sounds stupid too. But it intrigued me because of all of the, the backlash, or everybody took a lot of crap behind it. Because they were, 
oh, this is what it, what happened, and this is what happened, and there were well, so many points of just views. going through some of the conspiracy theories around this flight were fantastic because the theories were basically the pilot lost his shit, yeah, and kidnapped the entire jet. <laughs> there were theories that there were Russian agents hidden because this was around the same time that uh, Russia invaded Crimea. Right. And so the theory was that this was a false flag event to get the news media off of Crimea. So they put three Russian agents on the plane <laughs> who apparently hijacked the plane simply for the fact that, oh, we'll get the news media talking about this shit. Right. There were, oh my God, what were some of the other ones? Uh, the, that the, um, I have the, the plane had been shot down. Um, it talks about how whenever they intercepted it, that yeah, it had to have been shot down or someone had to have, he flew it down, you know, that one. Okay. So let's start it. there. The pilot lost his shit, right? This was, this was one of my favorites. You were sitting right next to me on the couch watching this. <laughs> yeah. You watched me lose my shit. You kept pausing. I was, oh, okay. <laughs> to oh, there, and I believe every time I paused, yes or no, every time I paused, it would be pause and this motherfucker. Yeah. Like every, <laughs> you, they had this aviation expert, quote unquote, mm -hmm. who just kept throwing out theory after theory after theory. And his theory was that this pilot lost his shit mm -hmm. and just crashed the plane. Right. Intentionally crashed the plane. Oh, yeah. Except there's proof that halfway between Malaysia and Vietnam, this dude spins around 180 degrees, flies back, flies over Malaysia, ends up in the Indian Ocean. And just... He basically flew for six more hours before crashing the plane intentionally. <laughs> and this is the first time I paused and went, this dumb motherfucker. Who's going to commit suicide in six hours. And if that were the case, then he, and they have proof that he wasn't, there was no proof that he was a suicidal person, that he had all of these um, vendettas against anybody. It showed very much a lot of footage that he was actually happy. And he, he did this, uh, what was it, training or something? Some kind of. He had of, the simulator. Right. And so, I mean, it just, that didn't line up. And well, they, oh, God, there were so many theories about this guy. Like I said, he, they, they said, oh, this guy was suicidal, so he just put the, put the plane in the ocean. Well, yeah. no, he didn't, because you can prove that he flew back. He turned around, like he was flying back to Malaysia, flew for six hours before the plane disappeared. Right. Who doesn't just crash the plane? If you're suicidal, you just crash the plane. You don't fly for six hours, try to talk yourself down. Right. And then... Um, this, this guy, oh, what was the name of the flight, uh, the, the aviation expert or in mm. aviation journalist was his title, which I loved. I'm like, oh, so you've never flown a plane at all. You just write about people who've flown planes. But this dumb shit, he was like, oh, well, this guy had a flight simulator in his apartment. He was planning on doing this. Right. No, dipshit. I want my pilot to have a simulator in his apartment. I, I insist on it. Mm -hmm. That means this guy is always thinking about flying and he's always like, he's trying not to kill people. So the guy flying the plane I'm on, I want him always training. His name is Michael Exner. Yes. That asshole, Michael Exner. <laughs> this dude. Oh, this dude reminded me of PT Barnum. 
there's a sucker born every minute. Right. Because he just kept throwing out theory. One, after two. Theory. And, and, and then turning around and saying, oh, well, it wasn't, you know, that, that, this has to be true. But he never, like you said, he never, uh, sorry, he never admitted that he was wrong. Folks, she hasn't been on a microphone before. She doesn't realize that. It's my first time. If you touch the mic, not a problem. No, but it's, yeah, it was just, I told you, he reminded me of those con men yeah. who predict the end of the world on this specific day. And when it doesn't happen, the guy disappears for a few months. And then he comes back like a few months, a year later and says, oh, the world's going to end on this day. Right. But yeah. never we acknowledges. Yeah. Never acknowledges he was wrong the last time. Mm -hmm. And that's this guy, Michael Esner, Elsner, Exner, Exner, Michael <laughs> Exner. He would throw out a, uh, he would throw out a theory. Oh, <laughs> the pilot went batshit crazy and crashed the plane. Well, no, we have proof that he flew for six more hours after the plane disappeared. Yeah. Oh, well then he, he must've kidnapped these people. No, admit you were wrong, dumb shit. Right, because it says he talked about how he de uh, he detested um, going through all of the bizarre conspiracy ideas, but he also discussed the information provided by Inmarsat. Yeah, Inmarsat was the, the satellite company that was tracking the plane. And made an effort to express his own views on the situation, which, <laughs> let's face it, they were pretty bizarre. Oh, this, good, <laughs> this guy was nuts. The, the, the journalist... Yeah. Was just he was just making shit up. I kind of felt like he he was just wanted to get more screen time on this documentary. Oh, he he was he definitely. I agree. He was not very uh he he made me laugh a few times because of the switchbacks, which you know, he kept, "Oh, well, maybe it's this or oh, but it's not this, it's this." And so many times he like contradicted himself without actually admitting it. But see, that's what conspiracy theorists do. Right. And that's what I was telling you. That's, that's what both amuses the hell out of me and pisses me off <laughs> is they will throw out a theory. They will contradict themselves. And then when you point out, wait, you first said this, but your proof just said the opposite. That's not what I said. And then they'll just pivot and go the other direction. Or they get mad and they don't talk to you anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, well, they don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's about. Well, how I mean, that look goes. at look at all of the nine eleven conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, the theory behind nine eleven. It was an inside job, and the extent varies on whether the suicide bombers worked for the U.S. government, whether there were any um, terrorists in the first place. I've heard the theory that the planes were remote controlled. I've yeah, no, I heard that one. That was great. I've heard that uh, the planes couldn't have brought down the the Twin Towers. Mm. That was a controlled demolition. Like, OK, well, think about how many people would have to be involved for that to work to orchestrate it. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You would have to have the U.S. government. You would have to have all the airlines. You would have to have the terrorists that were flying the planes, mm -hmm. you would have to have the, the um, construction crews who must have spent weeks putting the explosives in the building and nobody noticed them. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like the theory about the thermite. Right. About it being on the beams. And they said that that thermite was activated and that's how the building collapsed. Right. And that it couldn't have done it or the plane couldn't have done it by itself. Right. And the theory is always that, no, it was a controlled demolition mm. because the, the 
towers pancaked all the way down. And the, the question has always been, never has a building collapsed <laughs> straight down without a controlled demolition. Yeah. And what did I tell you? The Titanic didn't capsize. It just went down nose first. Never happened before. Right. It's fucking random. Yeah. <laughs> so by your logic, does that mean the Titanic was sabotaged? Like it, I love and hate conspiracy theorists at the same time. Cause it's always, it's always the most outlandish shit mm -hmm. despite no evidence whatsoever. Right. But it got to the point, like you actually looked up a bunch of conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. What, which ones were some of your favorites? Okay. So I'm going to bring up the list right now and I'll tell you something. A lot of these I've heard of and a lot of these I did not know existed. Oh, there's a ton of them. Like it's, it's almost impossible to know all of them. So like I knew about the whole, um, the moon walking on the moon. The theory. moon landing was faked. That's a conspiracy theory. Right. Um, I knew about like the nine or not the nine 11, but the, uh, COVID vaccine, right. Uh, having a chip, uh, a chip in it to, I've gotten in arguments about that one. <laughs> yeah. I I've heard of that. Uh, let's see. Oh, princess Diana. And oh God, the Princess Diana. Which one? That it was a conspiracy to, to get her killed or that her she faked her own death? Um the that she was murdered. Okay. Right? Because that one goes in different directions. I didn't know about her faking her death. Oh yeah, no, that's a that's another popular one. Wow. That she wanted to get out of out of the public eye, so she faked her own death. Huh. Yeah, no, that one that one's out there too. That one's interesting. Paul McCartney's death. I don't know what that's all about, but I didn't even know that existed. Oh, that one, that one's great. So the theory behind that one is that Paul McCartney died in a car accident in like 1963, 1964. And instead of disbanding the Beatles, they just got a guy to get plastic surgery to look like Paul McCartney. And the guy that we see on TV now is the imposter that they got to replace McCartney. You know, it's funny, I have to interrupt you, but they are trying to have the same conspiracy theory about Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No, not that one. Oh, so um, at his funeral or his celebration of life, there's a per the, the daughter has a microphone in her ear mm -hmm. and they're saying that Michael Jackson is feeding her lines and he's out <laughs> and seriously, he's out there and he's dressed like a woman, but he's out in the crowd and she's sitting there and she's talking and she's like you know putting her hand on the mic in her ear or the whatever it is in her ear and uh yeah so they're thinking that he's still alive too just oh, like the whole elvis god i haven't heard that one. Oh, that one's really that good. one i have not heard that one you that one's fantastic to, you need to bring you need to see that that i definitely need to look that one up mm -hmm. the, i mean no again elvis well here's the here's why they think <laughs> elvis is still alive is their conspiracy theories that elvis was murdered the guy, he, okay, he died of a heart attack. That's the official cause of death, right. is that it was a heart attack. But the conspiracy theories range from he was murdered by the, oh, what, Tennessee Mafia, <laughs> which is apparently a thing. That Sounds was like no, a bunch of honky-tonkers. It was, so, uh, Colonel, what was Colonel uh, Rob Parker? Colonel Rob Parker, Elvis's manager. Elvis got fucked he was the only entertainer i've ever heard of whose manager made half 
a whole 50 percent yes yes (laughs) god colonel rob parker somehow looped elvis into a contract where parker got half and so elvis right around 77 he's i mean the dude's fat (laughs) he's bloated this isn't the 1955 elvis you know he's not he's not doing he's not pulling in the tickets he used to But the theory is Rob Parker realized, oh, hey, I can just license Elvis Presley merchandise and I don't need this fucking guy. Right. On top of that, there were rumors that Parker had gambling debts. And so in order to cover the debts, he had a life insurance policy on Elvis Presley. And the theory is that he had Presley killed, collected the insurance money, and then he could just go on making Roy- making royalties off the Elvis merchandise. Okay, but I'm wondering, did he make the half of the royalties and the family got half of the royalties or did he make the whole royalties? No, the contract was only with Elvis. Oh, okay. was not with his, his estate. So like his daughter, his wife, none of them got right. any of the. Right. So that's proceeds. one theory. The theory where he's still alive is that Elvis faked his death. Elvis. Elvis met with, I mean, you've seen the picture of Elvis with, a. Uh, um, Damn it. We were just talking about Nixon. Okay. You've seen the picture with Elvis shaking hands with Nixon. I have. And the picture is called the president and the king. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that. The theory was, uh, the urban legend is that Elvis was trying to get um, deputized as a U.S. marshal. Okay. So that Elvis could carry a gun in any state he traveled. Okay. All right. So, and in return... He said, I will, I'll basically be an informant on this Tennessee mafia and the drug trafficking and everything. Hmm. And so Elvis faked his death to get out of this 50-50 contract with Robert Parker, get away from the Tennessee mafia, and he could just go on living his life, step away from the limelight, and that was why he met with Nixon. Okay. So, yeah, no, that's, and the theory is that he's still alive somewhere. Because Nixon held up his end of the bargain, faked his death, snuck him off to Argentina so he can hang out with Hitler, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah. So, I mean, but no, that's that's what I love is that okay. you could just make shit up. So that's that's the thing is like the whole Michael Jackson thing. It kind of coincides with the whole Elvis thing. To me, it's like, okay, if you're going to make these things up, have something to back it up. Have facts. Have, you know, don't. Don't don't sell yourself on it just because you think that it's right. And if someone argues it, you know, it's whatever. But the the mind of the conspiracy theorist is that they're what, right. No, what is <laughs> where's the fun in that? Because it's stupid. I've said it for years. A conspiracy theory falls apart once you apply logic to it. Right. Once you apply logic, you start finding the holes and now oh shit, you're you know, that does that didn't happen because the evidence doesn't support it. Right. And if you're one of these people that lives and dies by conspiracy theories, you don't want your, your theories disproven. Right. And I think I was telling you. That was the whole point. Conspiracy theories are, are, have basically become the only thing where lack of proof equals proof that you're right. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you have all the, the moon landing was fake. Let's take that one. Okay. Okay. So let's take the moon landing was fake. Again, think about all the people that would have to be involved in that fucking conspiracy theory. You would have to have 
everybody at NASA in on it. You would have to have the astronauts. It would just be too much. You would have to have the hundreds of people who watched the, the rocket take off, mm-hmm. either in person or on TV. You would have had to have faked the plans. There are plans for right. the rocket. You would have had to have faked those. On top of that, if they filmed it in a movie studio, like everyone likes to think. Oh, yeah. You would now have to loop in the cast and crew that filmed this shit. Like, yeah. we it, are now talking about millions, millions and, and millions, millions of people yeah. <laughs> that would have to be and, looped and in. Mon- and money, the money behind yeah. it. It would yeah. be the most expensive production in the world. It would actually Especially be, that. It would actually be cheaper and easier to actually go to the moon than it would exactly. to fake the moon landing yeah. back in 69. Yeah. And you get these people who are like, look, here's how they faked it. Look, I did it on my phone. <laughs> Well, there were no iPhones in 1969, you dumb shit. Yeah, but like, wait, but wait, what? I have to bring this up because I think it's funny. The the picture of the very first camera. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 cameras back then, like, no, you can fake a moon landing in 2023, no doubt about it. Yeah. You can't do that in 1969. Right. Like yeah. it did. No, there's no way. But you take all that proof. Mm-hmm. And you give it to a conspiracy theorist and say, "Look, here's all the proof that that your that your theory falls apart," mm-hmm. and they'll tell you, "Oh, that's just what they want you to believe, bro." That no, no, they're putting it out there so to to fool you. They're brainwashing you. So wait, the proof that you're wrong is fake, but the lack of proof that you're right is now proof that you're wrong. right. Or right, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I love and hate. About conspiracy theorists. And they will never admit it. Oh, God, no. It's almost they become would, a religion. They would rather die. They would rather die yeah. than admit it. I'm, I'm reading a book right now called The, the uh, Psychology of Conspiracy Theories, <laughs> written by Siron McMahon. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. The, the fucking guy is, is uh, from the Netherlands, so I think that's how you pronounce it. I think it's Siron. Sounds, sounds right from the Netherlands. Okay, but he talked about there's, there's intuitive thinking and there's analytical thinking. Okay. All right? Somebody who goes by their gut. And then somebody who plans out stuff, mm-hmm. like step by step by step. Right. Okay. And they talked about how, and I'm going to piss people off by saying this. They talked about people who don't believe conspiracy theories tend to be highly educated. So you take your average person and they'll say, oh, so they're smarter, so they don't believe this shit? <laughs> well, yeah. But, <laughs> but if you have a college degree, Mm-hmm. especially if you have an advanced degree, a master's degree, a, uh, a PhD, those type of people have an analytical thinking process. Step by step by step, there's a plan. They put a plan together. They executed. Boom. Yeah, Got there's nothing want. out of order, really. Okay. Somebody who didn't graduate college, like me, <laughs> is usually a more uh, intuitive thinker. Somebody who goes by their gut. Somebody who kind of has to feel things out. Right. And those people don't really require evidence to believe something. Because they're just like, it's whatever. Exactly. I know what you're saying. So if you require evidence. This all makes sense. This so makes sense. That's why I love this book. I (laughs) loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is why you don't find a whole lot of college-educated people talking about, yeah, moon landing was fake. Like, no, you, you find trailer park people yeah. who, who say it. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Thank you for pointing that like, out. I'm not being a dick. <laughs> no, but it's true. There's a reason. Because my cousin is a very, very big conspiracy theorist, okay? Trailer park. Totally trash. Okay. Okay. <laughs> totally trash. And she and her whole family think that all of these, like the, the vaccine vaccinations are killing the kids and making them have autism and, and um, that the COVID vaccine is going to make someone shed onto another person and blah, 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 all this stuff. Right. And I'm sitting here listening to these people and I'm looking at them and I'm like, you're my family. Are you serious? <laughs> How am I related to you people? You guys are fucking crazy. And I know I'm crazy, but you guys are fucking crazy. Like it. Yeah. Those conspiracy theorists, they piss me off. <laughs> No, I got, into an, I got into an argument, a very heated argument about the COVID vaccine allegedly having an RFID chip mm -hmm. to track you. And I told her, I'm like, Aaliyah, why would you need an RFID? Why would the government need an RFID chip to track you? So they know where we're at at any given time. Sweetie, you have an iPhone yeah. that has Google, and that has... Your Amazon location. that has uh, Google Maps that has Waze that has I said you have put all of your personal information all of your banking information yeah. all of your fucking locations into your phone why did they need an RFID chip to track you well no they still they still I went no 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 I said an RFID chip needs a power source do you have any idea how big that chip would have to be in order to, in order to uh, track you? Well, it, it, it can be done. And at the time we worked at, I'm not going to say the name, but we were doing tech support. Okay. And we had, a, we had a badge with an RFID chip in it. Mm, okay. And we had to badge in and out of the building. We had to badge in, in and out of certain areas of the building. And I told her, I said, Aaliyah, our badges have RFID chips on it. They have to be right up against the RFID reader to be scanned. Is the government going to hire 300 million people <laughs> to walk up to the 300 million Americans in this country and put a fucking reader next to their shoulder where they're getting the chip? Right. <laughs> Does that make any sense whatsoever? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then sense. she sent me an article showing this experiment in Sweden. I think it was in Sweden hmm. where people volunteered to have RFID chips implanted in their hand. And I went, look at that fucking thing. The chip is the size of a dime. You're not getting that through a hypodermic needle. <laughs> and that was the thing. Everybody was like, these chips are so big. How they're so this or that. Well, they would be microscopic if they were going to get through that hype, that needle and there's very small needles. So you don't, you, nobody is getting an RFID chip accidentally. Right. It's not a thing. Yeah. I'm trying to look up the, my other, thing. my other favorite was, Oh yeah. The vaccine's going to kill people for, for uh, population control. Right. <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me, let me hammer this one out. I already know where you're going to yes, go with let it. Me, let me, let me, <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me wrap my head around this. You're telling me that a government that survives on tax dollars wants less people out there. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're telling me? Right. Okay. And let's pretend, let's pretend that's the plan. Mm. Okay. Who are they going to kill off? The fucking poor people. 
right. the ones doing all the work. They're not going to kill off their rich asshole friends. Yeah. So basically you're going to have less people to service the upper class. Tell me what sense that makes, please. None at all. This is again, this is because I read books and because I have common sense, this is where most conspiracy theories just fucking fall apart for me. Oh yeah. Well, there's, there's so many of them though. There's so many of them. Like I was reading through them like the flat earth, whatever oh, birds God. aren't real birds yes, aren't real yes birds what are not is real up with that uh the theory is that birds are actually drones created by the government to uh to spy on us oh of course yeah because that's a thing because they don't have heartbeats and <laughs> you know what i mean like they don't fly around i'm actually <laughs> shocked there hasn't been a mass of people just fucking catching birds and cutting them open to prove who so, knows there might be there's no way that happened without it hitting hitting the news well there's no way i don't know man there's a lot of things that haven't happened that <laughs> haven't been out in the open you've heard about the lizard people lizard people the oh, the government the, the oh the, uh, the lizard oh, people controlling our government the reptilian government yes. yes yes yeah how is it that lady on the plane that lady on the plane thought yes. that that guy was a reptilian government official or whatever. Is that what she's saying? That's what, that's what the theory is. I've seen is. the video. I've seen the video. Of her, where she's, right? I, I've seen three or four different versions of it where mm -hmm. she's just spinning out, talking about. And there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f***s, but I am telling you right now that that, that lady was on some good shit. Yeah, and I think that that lady is the same lady on the Bad Girls Club, I swear. I, I told you this. You showed she, me the video. She looks just like Cordelia Carlisle. You sh okay, so everyone Google, uh, Google crazy lady on the plane. That's way too vague. Google the lady who, who uh, the lady sitting next to the fake person. Yeah. And then the Google uh, Cordelia Carlisle. And, and tell me that does not look like her. You showed me the video, and it looks, it could be her. I, I don't watch reality television, but yeah. it could be her. But it, it sounds like her, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, her voice is very distinct in Bad Girls Club. Hey, I like Bad Girls Club. <laughs> but her voice is very distinct, and that she sounded just like her. My, my question is, and maybe it's because I'm a sci-fi nerd, but why are there so many conspiracy theories based on old sci-fi books, movies, or TV shows? True. Because... The reptilian people controlling our government. Swamp thing. That's V. <laughs> yeah, that's V, v from 1984. Right here it says reptilians run, run the U.S. government. Yeah. That's V from 1984. Mm -hmm. The Hollow Earth people. Jules Verne was writing about the, the journey to the center of the earth. Right. In the middle of the 1800s. Right. I mean, this is, this is all sci-fi shit mm -hmm. that I'm serious. What, here's what I'm thinking. You've heard of the QAnon conspiracies, right? QAnon. QAnon was this, oh, they got big during the Trump administration oh. because you had all these right-wing fucking retards <laughs> who were believing the QAnon conspiracies that they, they, they talked about the lizard people, mm. that JFK Jr. faked his own death and he was going to reappear in Texas where his father was shot 
to lead the Republicans back to the White House. Oh, wow. JFK Jr. was a Democrat. <laughs> so that debunks it right that's, there. That's the least <laughs> ridiculous part of that theory. Oh God. Okay. God, what else? QAnon came up with such stupid shit. But it was found out that QAnon mm-hmm. was basically some dude sitting behind a computer just making up more and more ridiculous shit to see what people would believe. He was some redneck. He was just some backwoods guy. Yeah, he was just some redneck <laughs> at a computer making shit up. And I guarantee you, he was just amusing himself. And oh, they believe JFK Jr. is coming back with it. Oh, lizard people. So he, he was. So he was just coming up with them and putting them out there and just letting them fly. And he wasn't. He wasn't like writing anything specific no, about them. No, he no. Just, he was throwing these out. And I would love to find out. I would seriously love to find out that this dude is some redneck in his 50s who watched old sci-fi shows and read sci-fi books and figured, hey, this has been out for 40 years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw this out as a conspiracy theory and see who buys it. I'm I'm praying that's what happened, because that would be so funny to me. There's there's just too many. I'm looking I'm still looking and like the covid treatments that cause covid deaths. Um, there's a theory that the vaccines that contain the 5G chips, okay, mm-hmm. um, let's see, the drug um, remdesivir, remdesivir mm-hmm. um, it ha- was actually killing people instead of making them better. Well, that's weird because when they were getting those injections, people were actually coming out of the, the it, it didn't take, them down as hard as they would if they didn't get any of the treatments right so medical conspiracy theories to me are a joke to begin with oh, no absolutely. matter no matter what i mean other things like the moon thing and all that stuff that's fun to to hear the theories but medical stuff science there is just if you want to believe <laughs> outlandish shit yeah that's fine yeah but if your beliefs start to threaten public health that's a totally different thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at all the evidence. All The mortality rate came down after the COVID vaccine was introduced. Right. So you can't sit there and say, well, it was killing more people. No. Like, here's, here's how much, I, here's how ridiculous I thought the COVID vaccine theories were. As soon as they came out, I went and got uh, vaccinated. And not only did I got vaccinated, I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, <laughs> the which worst they won. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Johnson and Johnson has a legitimate um, lawsuit, though, with the the powder uh-huh. and the cancer, the ovarian cancer. So people were probably basing it on that. I would think scientifically he, well, they would he, be no, basing here's, it on that. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. You had six people, seven people, seven people died of blood clots. Mm-hmm. Out of seven million. <laughs> seven million people got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Seven people died of blood clots. That is literally one in a million. What is that one? The D dimers or what is it that you're supposed to count? D not D dimers. Maybe that is. Where which one? It it's a it's a test that you can take. A test that you can take that um counts your blood cells, but to see if your blood clots um at a alarming rate or if it's normal or whatever. Right. So if your if your D dimer test comes back that you blood cl- your blood clots are 
very, you know, you're very apt to clot really easily. Then, of course, anything that's foreign that's going into your body that's causing these cells to group up or anything being introduced into your bloodstream is going to react in some right. way. And anything that you put foreign into your body is going to cause a reaction. Right. Even you, if it's not deadly, it's going to be, you're, you might get sick. You might, they warn you about these things. So. Do you realize that, I don't want to say most, we'll say some, <laughs> some forms of birth control cause blood clots at a higher rate than, than one in a million. Yeah. Excuse me, lower rate. At a lower, lower rate, rate than one in a million. Right. Please exp explain to me why there's been no birth control conspiracy theory. That would be <laughs> see, that would be the perfect reason to start that conspiracy theory. There you go. Because it's a bunch of dudes going, well, you know they cause blood clots, right? We're just going to outlaw them all together. Yeah. And all these women get together and be like, we rule the world. You're not going to do that to us. Feminists and shit like that, right? It, but again, it's just <laughs> like the, the ridiculous amount of conspiracy theories out there. And they just keep getting dumber. I was, I said this before we went on air. Reading this book, Psychology of Conspiracy Theories. I could never date a woman that believed in conspiracy theories. <laughs> because this book outlined that in order to believe conspiracy theories, you have to have trust issues. Mm -hmm. So if, here's what I mean. That's way too vague. Let me, let me narrow that down in order to give you evidence that your that this consider that this conspiracy theory is wrong. And for you to look at that evidence and say, I don't trust it. I don't want to date that woman. <laughs> I do not want to be in a fucking relationship. God forbid we're at dinner and my, and I get a text message. Who's that? Who's that? Who are you talking to? You have another girlfriend, don't you? Like, bitch, my alarm went off. Like, I, I got to take my medication right oh, yeah. now. Calm yeah, the fuck down. That whole thing is, an, uh, is a whole new conspiracy theory of, it, of its own. Trust me. Uh, yeah. No. Trusting these theories, like, the, like I was telling you, the D-dimers, it is an important predictor for severity and mortality of the COVID-19. Elevated D-dimers is most likely due to the acute lung injury itself due to the increased rate of uh, throm uh, thrombosis basically a blood thing thrombosis. A, com a complication observed in patients with COVID-19 so the blood clotting is right. what they're talking about I mean if you're science tells you if you have a low D-dimers and you get anything injected into your body it's going to react because you have that condition right. but if you sit there and say I still don't trust it after it's been proven that this is the theory and then this is the truth yeah, you're going to hell. <laughs> like, you're stupid. No, go, I mean, it's... Like I said, they just... They keep getting more and more ridiculous. Uh-huh. And... Yeah. Here is a phrase, the moment you say it, I know you're an idiot. The moment you tell me, I've done my own research. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a moron. I can already... <laughs> sitting, your own research. Yeah. Sitting on the toilet with your pants around your ankles on Twitter is not research. Or Google. Yes. I, am, I I don't give a shit who you are sitting there and just because everyone gets their news from social media. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets their news from this this medium where anybody can make shit up. And 
wires get crossed. People misinterpret a lot of things nowadays. So that is where, like rumors, that is, sorry, rumors are where conspiracy theories really start because then that gets them thinking, oh, well, I'm going to go in this direction and see how many people will believe me. You and I went to high school together. Yes. How many people that we know of, not going to drop any names, (laughs) how many people that we know of showed up to class drunk or high as (laughs) shit? So many people. Those are the people who did their own research. Right? Those are not our people. (laughs) Those are the same people that will tell you, no, I'm not getting my kids vaccinated because I did my research. No, yeah, fucker, I was, you were my chemistry, uh, like, I, you were my chemistry partner. Like, don't drop any names. <laughs> hey. Definitely not going to do that because a lot of people, a lot of those people, those people listen, I'm sure. Wait, hold on. I'm so friends, I'm so friends with the woman that was my lab partner. And yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> be careful. I was, I was making a figure of speech. She doesn't fucking listen to the show, but just in case, just, just in, in case. case, I'm still friends with her. One of these days. She's still cool as shit. Yeah. I looked her up the other day. She's still hot, too. Oh, good. Yeah. No, she's still hot. Um, back to this MH370, though. I gotta, I gotta, I do gotta say something about okay. that. Circling back. So they did a, you know, the net, Netflix thing on it. And um, the whole premise was uh, it went down or disappeared without a trace. And then after nine years, okay. The family members, the scientists, the investigators, the journalists are still seeking an explanation. But all of these theories are mutually contradicting one another. Of course, because that's what conspiracy theories do. And it's like, okay, so you have this guy, this guy. Okay, so these friends and these families, do they not understand that, I mean... Obviously, we think or we kind of came to the conclusion ourselves that scientifically and just in general um, that it had to have gone down because the guy turned around and right over, you know, he not overcorrected. But our, our theory was that one of the theories was because the plane just vanished, right, vanished off a of radar. Mm-hmm. And they said the only way that happens is catastrophic failure mm-hmm. or the pilots killed the transponders themselves. As the, as the show went on, we learned that post 9-11, pilots cannot turn off the transponders for obvious fucking reasons. Mm-hmm. So that automatically killed your... That theory. Right. Right. And you and I came up with the theory that there was a catastrophic failure. Mm-hmm. Transponders went out. Maybe... Other, other equipment went out. This pilot had no idea where he was at, tried to turn around and go back to Malaysia. Mm-hmm. But without the instruments, overshoots Malaysia and ends up in over the, the Indian, Indian Ocean. Ocean. Right. And that's ultimately where he went down. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like these investigators and these people, and especially that, that guy that found all the pieces and you were you were saying that that makes sense though because he was calculating the waves and the tides and the the, oh, the flow currents. of the ocean yeah, the and currents. all of that. So of course he he came up with a great theory. I mean you know of how he found the the pieces and everything and where they would be. So like, wouldn't that kind of be a little bit more true to the whole story than the stuff that they were saying? In okay, first off, the families 
I'm not going to lump them in with conspiracy theorists. No, these are people they, they're, who are they're looking for these closure. are people who are emotionally distraught right. over losing loved ones. You and I both know when when you're emotionally distraught, you're not thinking rationally. Nope. And so my heart goes out to those people. But even they spread out some wild shit. Yeah, the the wife of the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that poor woman. Again, when when yeah. everyone blamed the captain, that poor lady, because she was a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. She was normally on all of his flights and just right. she was ill and wasn't on the flight that day. Right. Which is what prevented her her child from being orphaned. Right. She just happened to be sick that day and couldn't couldn't make the flight. Oh yeah. But I don't again going I'm gonna keep referring back to this book. It talks about it's a real easy to spread conspiracy theories when you're not connected to the event. That's if very you true. if you have no you're skin in the game, involved, right? You don't have a dog in this fight, mm-hmm. it's real easy for you to spread just absolute bullshit. Right. Because there's no consequence. There's nothing affecting you or your family. Do you hear any of the 9-11 survivors talking about how it was an inside job? No. Fuck no, because they were there. Yeah. They, the people that lost family members, they don't give a shit. They don't want to hear this bullshit about, oh, the government brought that building down. No, fuck you. They lost people. Just they like, don't want to hear your bullshit. Just like the Sandy Hook thing exactly. with uh, Alex Jones. Right. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones talking about Sandy Hook was a, was a false flag event. And guess what? Staged and everything. He just got sued for how many millions? Lots of millions. Just lots. I'm going to throw a number out. I think it was like 144 million. Something like that. In defamation suits. Yeah. Because the people who lost loved ones are connected to this event, obviously. And meanwhile, you have Alex Jones, who has a fucking show to produce. Mm -hmm. So he's just going to keep throwing shit out there. And the more wild... The better like the off gay it frogs. is. The, oh my god, the gay. The water is turning the gay or the frogs gay. <laughs> like. How is this fucking guy still? He has become the new Jerry Springer. Oh yeah. He has become the new Jerry Springer because Jerry wasn't trying to do a talk show. Jerry was trying to do pro wrestling in talk show form. Yeah. And now Alex Jones, he's not doing news. He's just throwing the dumbest shit out there. Mm-hmm. And, s- and becoming famous or infamous nowadays, but over stupid shit. Right, exactly. And that's that's kind of, that's my issue with conspiracy theories. Half of you are doing it to get clout. <laughs> Half of you are retweeting this shit so people can follow your accounts and mm-hmm. that bullshit. Yeah. The other half of you just believe whatever you're told or not, not whatever you're told. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. You just believe the opposite (laughs) because you figure, Oh, well they're telling us this. So it must be that. No, no. The shooting in Vegas. Oh yeah. The shooting from was, wasn't the MGM. Mm -hmm. Was the MGM? Yeah. No, no, the Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. I was thinking the MGM because which is right across the the intersection. Very, very close. The shooting from the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. It was one dude, lost his shit, smashed out a window, and opened fire on 30 stories, you know, 30 stories high mm-hmm. on just a crowd of people. Right. And the conspiracy theories are, well, I don't believe, I don't believe he, he did acted by himself. Look at the crime scene photos. There's one broken window. 
they're saying that there were two, one broken window and another broken window, and someone was over here with a gun, and someone was over here with a gun. And Creating then the a crossfire. Right, and the people that were um, not believing in this theory said, well, he, he couldn't have just, you know, he was over here, and then he didn't run all the way down the hall. Well, th what they don't understand is that is possible because the halls are like this. They're like a triangle. Yeah. Or they come to a point. So if he's over here and there's another window over here, window over here, he could have rented both those rooms out right there, you know? Right. But the, and but the crime scene photo, the, the crime scene I'm photos, just saying like there's that, only that one broken window. It. Yeah, there's only one broken window. Right. The other conspiracy theory is that the, there's one guy shooting from the 30th floor. Mm -hmm. There's another guy on the ground in with, a, with another automatic weapon and they're firing this way. And my theory is, how the fuck did that guy get an AR-15 onto the concert grounds unnoticed? Yeah, because somebody would have obviously... had somebody would have had a fucking picture of this guy. Yeah, with an AR-15. There's so many people there. And it, let's okay, let's let's throw logic out and say, okay, there's one guy on the concert grounds with an AR-15. There's another guy on the 30th floor of the Mandalay Bay. One is shooting at a downward angle. The other is shooting at a level angle. Do you trust that asshole on the 30th floor not to shoot you? <laughs> right. He's just firing blindly into a fucking crowd. Right. So he's not, he doesn't care where you're at. <laughs> yeah. So why would there be, a, yeah. Yeah. Like if that's, that's not the buddy system. I kind of want to sit there and go, was that the whole plan? Hey bro, you get on the floor, I'll shoot from the top and best of luck to us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, that, that just doesn't make sense. None of that made sense to me. That's horrible, though, that that happened. But it's also the lack of evidence. Right. The lack of evidence, because I saw just a tidal wave of fucktards on social media talking about, well, release the surveillance footage. Mm -hmm. Why aren't they releasing the surveillance footage? Right. The surveillance footage in the, in the casino mm -hmm. would show this guy uh, dragging automatic weapons through the casino to his room. Right. No, they're not going to release surveillance footage on an open investigation. Right. There's a reason why police agencies hate tip lines because every dipshit will call in every fucking psychic offering their services to solve a crime. Every mm -hmm. whack job just calls in and cops hate that shit. Well, yeah, because they don't want people's, oh, well, this is what I see ha that happened or the... If you were not there, you did not actually see it happening, you shouldn't be calling these tip lines, right. number one. Number two, you shouldn't be calling a tip line even if you know what happened because the cops are going to investigate. Um, if it's an inside job, whatever, outside job, whatever. But it's all going to come out in the wash. That's one of my favorite things. It's all going to come out, and cops especially are going to do their investigation, and they're going to they're gonna piece these things together. All the evidence is there. You know, these tip lines are... Very, very intrusive. Circling back the to the, truth. circling back to the, because I know we're all over the place, but screw it. <laughs> if we, if I was actually organized, it wouldn't be my show. That's okay. Circling back to the MH370. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite subject, by the way. It, it's very intriguing. Talking about just absolute whack jobs getting involved in an investigation. Mm. Remember the photographer? the photographer? The photographer in Florida? Okay. So this flight goes down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This flight goes down in the that. Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. And you have all these people who heard about this story and this one lady, I don't remember her name, but she was a photographer in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Gets on the company's website and 
you were able to go look through satellite surveillance of the area right to help the to help the coast guard and help the military with this search any dipshit with a computer can can help out with the search and you had this woman in florida whose occupation was a photographer and she said oh i have a great eye for detail i can i can help out with this and she found specks in the water that she concluded beyond a shadow of a doubt to be oil to be the wreckage of the plane which one was it the one that had the <clears throat> excuse me the oil oh god there was the they slicks. did they did find oil slicks and they found out that was from a from a, a that wasn't ship. the lady though no that wasn't the lady <laughs> this lady said she found wreckage said she found wreckage oh that's right i pointed that out to you yes but I about that. she found wreckage 300 miles from where the plane went down. Right. 300 miles and on the wrong side of Malaysia. <laughs> the plane went down on the east on the east side of Malaysia. She found it on the west side. Yeah, the CNN <clears throat> sorry, CNN.com put a post up on about about this. About new satellite photos show objects in the water near Potential MH370 crash site. It can't be near it. <laughs> I mean, because they don't even know. Well, they don't even know where the hell it went down. Here's my favorite part where you sit there and go, well, we found stuff near where it went down. You know the ocean moves, right? <laughs> the plane didn't go down in New Mexico. No, 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 no. The plane went down in the ocean ocean tends to move and things the, are going to move with it. And you allegedly found something <clears throat> near where the plane went down 18 months later. Yeah. Right. No, you didn't. No, no, just fucking stop. <laughs> so, all right, you know what? Let's go ahead and wrap it up there. <laughs> this was fun. Oh, you got one more, but wait, okay. But wait, there's more. <laughs> I want to know the, the fricking water turning the frogs gay. I want to know, what you know about that? That one I don't know. I don't. Okay, I think this is the one Alex Jones theory mm -hmm. that was too stupid for me. <laughs> I really. There's a certain level of bullshit that I that I'll put up with, and anything above and beyond that, nope, I'm out. I'm done. And when I hear Alex Jones in his little brother's T-shirt. Cause that like, bro, can, can we get some clothes that fit you? Like you seriously look like that shirt is painted on. Mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? And mm. he's talking about such and such is polluting our air and causing acid rain, which is turning the frogs gay. And as soon as he said, turn the frogs gay, I went, nope. <laughs> and I just, you were just like done with it. I X'd out of that video. That's what I don't understand is how these theories even become a thing. I mean, I understand people are intrigued, whatever. And people do follow Alex Jones very closely. Yes. I know a few people that do. But especially that, like, it's a frog. How do you know if a frog is gay? Like, it, you've got to be 100% brainless okay. to even think about those types of things. Okay. Now, if there's <laughs> one thing I learned from following the work of Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Okay. Certain frogs can switch sex in a single sex environment. Okay. 
Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But according to Jurassic Park science, that's a thing. But that doesn't mean they're gay. It means they're transsexual. <laughs> Call it what you will. It is. It falls, or asexual. It falls somewhere on the specter of the spectr- specter. It falls somewhere on the spectrum of, of uh, gen- gender. Okay. I almost said genitals. Same thing. Pretty much. <laughs> so Nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, Ian Malcolm taught me that. <clears throat> I don't know if that's what this fucking guy was talking about, that it's turning the frogs gay. No, bro. Like, Do you think he's like that one guy that you were talking about that was sitting behind the computer doing all these weird things? That he's just throwing shit out there here's, to become famous? You want my honest opinion on Alec Jones? Yeah. Here, tell here's me. what this is. And again, this is just my opinion. And then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Alex <laughs> Jones has a TV show. Mm-hmm. You need content. Right. So you just start spinning this shit out. And I think, best case scenario, he's full of shit. He knows he's full of shit. But he's got a shit ton of followers. And he's an entertainer. So he's going to just keep throwing shit out there. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, he knew he was full of shit when he started. And somewhere along the way, he started to believe his own bullshit. Right. And that's when that gets dangerous. If you know you're full of shit, you know there's a limit. Yeah. You know, okay, I can go right up to this. I can go right up to this this limit right here. Mm-hmm. But if I go over, people are going to know that I know I'm full of shit. Once you start to believe your own bullshit, that that's, limit disappears. That's where, you're, that's where you fuck it all up. And you just keep going and going. You're just like. And next thing you know, you're getting sued for $140 million right. for calling Sandy Hook a, a mm-hmm. fucking hoax. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things that I've I've heard from him that I was just like, hmm. Like the whole, uh, I don't know, Mason mentioned it. It was the uh, Bohemian Grove. Yes. Uh, which we don't have to get into that. But, I mean, he kind of mentioned it in one of his right. things. Which I was like, that kind of is cool, though. I mean, that he would come it's, up with. There's, I mean. I'm not going to lie and say these aren't interesting. I mean, you look at Bohemian Grove. You or look that at, they're not factual pl- things. Well, but it's, they're intriguing. Right. They don't have to be true to be intriguing. Right. And you look at Bohemian Grove. You look at the Skull and Bone Society. You look at the Freemasons. You look at all of this shit. The Arctic Circle You look theory. at the Illuminati. You look right. at all of these things that no one has ever proven if they're true or not. Mm-hmm. But... God damn it, they're interesting. <laughs> they're really interesting. Yeah. And, and you and, can go on forever about these things. Right. It's once you start believing this shit, that's when you get dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's when there is a there is a very thin line between belief and fanaticism. Mm-hmm. Fanatics are the ones that fuck shit up. Yeah. Fanatics, you can believe in God fanatics will blow up abortion clinics. Yeah. There's, there's a line there. Right. That's totally. And that's, unfortunately that is where a lot of conspiracy theories get to. Yeah. You know, look at, um, the fucking guy here from Bakersfield, the, the, uh, uh, let's storm area 51. They can't stop all of us. Okay. Yeah. That dude was drunk as shit when he posted that. Yeah. And what happened? A big party in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> because the military said, don't storm Area 51. Wasn't there a song about that? 
There might have been. By, uh, what's it, what's their names? Uh, System of a Down. Might have been. Party in the Desert, you know. That could have been. Dun, dun, dun. Um, anyway. But the military, <laughs> Sorry. the military release, uh, um, press releases. I was going to say yeah. announcements. <laughs> yeah. No, the military released press releases right. that said, do not storm Area 51. You will be shot on sight. And so you had all these people who were like, maybe we shouldn't storm the military base, bro. <laughs> right. But we can we can throw a party in the desert a mile from the from the base and nobody's going to care. And that's what they did. All right. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up with uh, the dipshit from Bakersfield who, who <laughs> decided to get everyone to storm Area 51. So. <laughs> Christina, thank you so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. This show basically was spawned off you and I just sitting here watching a Netflix documentary. And light bulbs went above our head like, this is a good podcast thing. <laughs> We're going to find a true crime one and do that one next. We've got to do something yes. like that. Yes. So, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. So that was Christina. Like I said, we went to high school together. We've been friends for a while and um, I know we started to kind of flag toward the end, but it was three o'clock in the morning then, just like it is now. Actually, it's closer to five because I've been editing for like two hours. Anyway, I am Greg Hernandez, the Ninja Nerd Warrior. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, YouTube, and TikTok. I'm still not used to throwing the Threads thing in there. Thanks, Zuckerberg, you dick. And um, if you like the podcast, uh, like and subscribe. Give me five stars. Share it with your friends. You know somebody who likes conspiracy theories? Hey, check out these two lunatics. Talk about conspiracy theories. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or you can go straight to the source and go to NinjaNerdWarriorPodcast.com. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.